Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, we're going to do them scroll in a minute, right? Yes, we are. Plenty right. to talk about. The uh, White House, you know, you know they're, they're wanting to make it a little, little more difficult to get prescription drugs for some people. Okay. You know, I, I can understand, but and I don't even know if you knew. I certainly didn't. That this was a thing. I know I've heard of online uh, medicine. I know people will do the the telehealth type things where they visit uh, or do FaceTime video conferences yeah, yeah. with their doctors. I thought that was for like checkups and things. But then when I saw this Ozempic mania and everyone right. trying to get all that, I saw a journalist who was like, how hard is it? So she went and just Googled like Ozempic prescription. She, she clicks a link. It says like get a prescription here. She clicked it. She put in her insurance information, and then she claims at least that she just got a text message, and they're like, "Hey, you know, okay, where do you want it sent?" And then right. that was it. Like she didn't have to see anyone. I I could see that for certain things. I guess that was not totally shocking to me. I didn't know that you could get it for a lot of controlled substances. That seems crazy to me, and that seems to be what they want. Right. To I was about to say crack down with the Ozempic if they're just like you know, what do you weigh? Do you want to lose weight? Like you know, whatever. I, right. I, I haven't heard anything about that being addictive or getting you high or anything. No, so. the only thing I've heard is that there's been some some issue with supply problems right, because the but, people who have diabetes right, but, are having a tougher time getting it. But, um, but I don't even understand that argument, really, to be honest with you. But I guess I understand that argument if you thought it was only celebrities taking it. But I assume doctors who are prescribing it, like, okay, take this, you know... A, a thing you do online, take that out of the way, right? I guess when doctors are prescribing it, are saying, hey, man, you need to lose some weight, and you're not being able to do it, and if you don't do it, you're going to be diabetic. Well, we shouldn't have to wait until they are diabetic, yeah, also, right, it's, to, it's, to get them the medicine that would stop them from being diabetic. I, I don't understand and it's not why insulin. people are getting mad about it, unless you're saying, you know, 90% of the Ozempic is going to Hollywood, then, which can't be the case. So I think they try to make it sound like it's going to vanity. You know, people who just want to lose a little weight, and then the people who are diabetic. But they make it sound almost like it's insulin, which it's not. No. I could see if they're like, we discovered that, right, you know, no. asthma inhalers help you lose weight. And all people with asthma are like, I can't breathe. That's a problem. Right. It seems a little different. Uh, also, you were a wine salesman. I don't know. I no, didn't know that there were rules about... Why, like how big a bottle of wine you can sell. Were there rules when you sold it? Do you know about this? Because at least one lawmaker wants to change some of those rules. And then Woody Harrelson was on SNL. I missed it. I will watch SNL when Kelsey's on there. But I didn't see with Woody Harrelson. And I guess people... They're upset. Thinking he's an anti-vaxxer. I mean, it sounded like he's an anti-vaxxer. I don't don't know. It's not that shocking, is it? Woody Harrelson, I'm not totally shocked by it. I don't know a ton about him. but me neither. Seems like I know he's. If you told me he was the most left liberal leaning guy in the world and gave all his money to Bernie Sanders, I'd be like, of course he did. And if you told me 
He hangs out with Vince Vaughn and the Libertarians. Libertarian, like, of course I he is. Yeah, I think both so. of those things I could buy into. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll talk about all of it when we doom scroll here in a second. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! Doom scroll, baby. All right. So the White House announced, I think on Friday, that they would like to try to limit telehealth prescriptions, prescriptions that people get without ever seeing a doctor. I know that you can uh, a lot of times check in with the doctor. I know people who say, I have to see my doctor. We have our insurance, but mm-hmm. I don't, I haven't ever used it. I used I, it today. Snowcone used it today. For what? Uh, for blood pressure and SSRI. Okay. Because, you, and that, did it work? Yeah. I, I submitted, like, you know, I want to make an appointment, you know, as soon as possible. They called, like, less than a minute. I was on the phone for less than a minute. And my prescriptions were submitted in less than a minute. It was like a five-minute thing. And wow. they're all prescribed. He texted me this morning and said he's been waiting. Like, he had to get a new doctor. Yeah. And so when you get a new doctor, you know, you have to wait forever to get that first appointment. So he's waited, and then they tell him. So uh, my appointment was supposed to be Wednesday. Finally. I waited like three weeks, you know. And they text me this morning saying he has to reschedule. So I call him, right. and they say, you know, the end of March. I'm like, well, oh, God damn it. I can't go out with an SSRI right. with that long. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. So I said, hey, have you tried this? Because this has been in the news lately, and I... I, th- I think, like, I don't know that you have to see them. I used to think that you had to at least see the doctor, and then they could do the prescriptions, you know, and then maybe you check in with the doctor once a year or whatever. But I'm not, you know, looking at these news stories, it doesn't look like you have to do that. So then he I tried it. I wonder if and- it's, um, well, I don't know. I just wonder if it's not, you know, if it was a new prescription, would it be that easy? Yeah, because you've been prescribed this before, can they look at then your doctor who prescribed it? Well, he asked, look- but it wasn't like a... Very detailed. Like, have you been on this medicine before? And I said, yeah, it's probably been about eight months since I've taken it. And he's like, all right, no problem. I wonder if they have your records in front of you. Yeah, that because journal- it's with right. your insurance, right? And I would yeah. guess that they probably do. When the journalist did the Ozempic thing, she acted like they had no idea her medical history or anything else, which I, I thought I, I thought the same thing. Believe. I wonder if the end when we she know showed they the- share that information like cops do, right? Right. At, at if least- you go to a doctor, that information gets shared. It's not shared without your knowledge but we know that they have it but right? i've never gotten it on this insurance i'd have like oh. a six-month prescription through my old okay. insurance at my old job okay so, so that's that yeah. yeah so i think if i had my insurance they know what they paid for yeah so if i call my doctor and be like hey uh, you know my doctor retired i don't have a new one i'm going through telehealth and i need these prescriptions refilled i feel like my insurance company would talk to because they're the ones who do the telehealth stuff, right. too. So I feel like they'd be like, yeah, we know your information. Yeah. We got you. I see those ads. Right, that would make sense. That's kind of what I figured. But if it's two different insurance companies, that would seem to be odd. Yep. And I've seen those ads. I'm sure you have two where it says, you know, get Adderall or whatever. And I just assume, I've never actually clicked on one of those, but I assumed that if I did, it would end up leading you to some place where it's like, hey, this is even better than what we right, actually yeah, told yeah. you. And it's some supplement and right. we send you that. But apparently people are able to get prescriptions. This is at least more than the White House would like. For things like Adderall, OxyContin, without seeing a doctor, they're doing it online. And so the White House has said for these controlled drugs like this, which I assume would also include things like benzos and all that stuff, uh, you need to at least see the doctor. And then if you want to check in online, 
you know, or, or over your phone or whatever, that's okay, but you need to see them. Now, according to the DEA, the proposed rules would go into effect once the COVID-19 public health emergency ends on May 11th, making it harder for some patients to get drugs classified as controlled substances like Adderall, used for attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, OxyContin, and buprenorphine. Now, under the new regulations, healthcare providers will have to have at least one in-person visit with patients before prescribing or refilling Okay, so to me, when they were talking about the uh, when I saw it on Friday, that's what saw like a tweet about it. They made it sound like, and then this uh, a story made it sound like it too that this had something to do with rules that changed in COVID. That I wonder if something happened during that emergency act, which we know is coming to an end in right, May. Sure. That during that time they made it easier to get prescriptions. I'm sure because over, you go to a doctor. Exactly. So I wonder if that got you know someone they're taking advantage of it for these other things that. Of course, that's going to happen. And is that how this got started? I just I thought that if you got a controlled substance, you would at least have to see or, you know, face to face on FaceTime with an actual doctor. And they talk to you and get some sort of information as opposed to just a couple text messages. And they're like, cool, here you go. You know, you just Google where do I get this prescription. And then you click it and like, where's your insurance? We'll send it over. I didn't know that it was actually that easy. That, That does seem a little odd, especially depending on what the drug is. I mean, if it's prescription, it's supposed to be prescription for a reason, I would think. Right. For some reason, we can't just go get it ourselves. You know, if that's the only barrier you're putting up is that, here, you just give some stranger your insurance, and then that's it. And I know maybe it's not much more than that with the doctor, but, God, at least they look at you, check your blood pressure or something. Right. You know, if, if you've got high blood pressure, maybe they say you don't need stimulants or whatever it is, uh, that they just have some idea. Like, my doctor makes me... Uh, see, I think uh, my doctor comes in every three months. Okay, I think mine's every three months for four, whatever six. meds I need. That's it. I have to go. And I have there. to tell him like I, when I call in and make an appointment, it's like, okay, well, what is this for? I mean, well, I feel like you know something's bothering me, mm-hmm. or I can just say a med check, right? And I go in, and talk to him. He's like, month. how's everything going? And that's it. But it's every three months, or I don't get it. That's right. it. I think mine's every four, something like that. But now they say too. Uh, you have to get your blood work done. Basically, I have to get a physical every year. We have to do your blood yeah. work every year if I you want to continue anyway, to get your yeah. prescriptions, which I should be doing, and I've started doing right. so. Uh, but I, I understand that. But the idea of just getting them all online without ever meeting someone, eh, you know, if you're going to do that, then just don't make them prescription, I guess. Right, I, I, I guess. I, right. I don't know. And you could argue to me that— What do the doctors have to gain from that? The, like I try to always try to see the end game. Like you're not getting any money from that. Like what do you what what? what like, I'm sure like, you do pay some sort of. I'm sure you your insurance tel- pays some sort of to the teledoctor, mm-hmm. like a twenty five dollar fee or something. Right. I paid ten bucks today. Right. So bucks. that's your that's your copay. But I wonder what the insurance paid them for right. that quote unquote visit. You know, because I'm guessing that's it. It's just we get one hundred and sixty bucks from the insurance company or whatever. You and pay, ten bucks from you. You pay your copay and. Uh, you know, we get as many of these things going as we can. It's like those doctors that were running those pill mills in Florida and stuff. Just each one of those, because like you said, they weren't getting prescriptions from the actual pers- or money right. from the prescription. Right. Uh, but they got money from you got to pay me this much for the visit. And then that's it. Uh, did you guys see this video or read the story about the, the deputy in Colorado who shot the guy for getting in the wrong car? Do, do you know this story? No. Okay, so this guy is with his mother. They are at his little brother's middle school to pick him up. It's right. after school, and they're there to pick him up. The uh, brother is, like, in his early 30s. He steps out of the car to smoke a cigarette and stretch his legs, is what they say. When he does so, he gets done smoking, and when he goes to get back in the car, he accidentally gets in the wrong car and then okay. goes, like, oops, wrong car, gets out. Someone called the police on him. 
By the time the police show up, this guy is back in the correct car. He's sitting in the back seat, and this deputy comes up and starts talking to this guy in the in the uh, back of the car. He's got the door open, and he's asking him questions. And the guy says, I'm nervous. You know, I'm a nervous person. I have anxiety. Well, why are you nervous? Well, cops make me nervous. Well, why would cops make you nervous? It escalates pretty quickly. He asks for his ID, asks if he has any weapons on him. And what happens is this guy ends up taking a pill. And the the um, police officer is like, what did you just put in your mouth? And pulls him out of the car. And he's like, I took, my, I took a pill. I took my pill. He pulls him out of the car. Now, the lawyer has said that he has anxiety and certainly alluded to made it sound like this pill that he took was something that he's supposed to take sure. for anxiety. Cop pulls him out of the car, starts wrestling with him on the ground. There's video, some video of this. The video gets, you know, kind of bad after they're out of the car and they're wrestling around, but there's still audio. Ends up shooting this guy multiple times and kills him, this unarmed guy. So this all stems from getting out of the car and, oops, I got in the wrong car. Right. Went back and got in the correct car. By the time the cops get there, again, he's sitting in the correct vehicle. Hold on. Wow, calling the cops for me just looking for my little brother, huh? Why are you touching my arm, bro? Let go. Why are you acting like this? I'm a little nervous because I don't like cops. Why? I have a anxiety. They've done things to me. What have they done to you? Uh, I mean, stop resisting when you're not resisting. McWhorter wants to know why he got in that other car. I just want to hear your side of the story, man. Oh, so you're talking, dude, I straight up thought that that was my freaking, my car. That's all it was. Are you under the influence of anything? No. Okay. Do you have an ID with you? Do you have any weapons? This is where things escalate. Do you have any weapons? I don't think so. I had a pocket. You don't think so? Don't pull them out. Richard says he has anxiety. Ward's lawyer says he takes anxiety meds. What's he just sticking in your mouth? Pill. What's a pill? Let me go. Get out. Get out. Get out. About 20 seconds after McWhorter takes him to the ground. Stop. Stop. Stop resisting, bro. Stop. Three shots. Okay, so he's, he's unarmed. Christ. Again, this all stems from being in the pickup line school. There are kids, by the way. <sighs> see him, And not only does he shoot him, but in the video you see there's body cam footage from another officer who's like, what happened? The, the officer who did the shooting, I mean, sorry, I watched it. He kind of smiles a little bit. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's okay now, but... You know, he was resisting. Remember, no one is checking on this guy. He lays there, and and the cops aren't trying to administer CPR. They're not asking if he's okay. The fire department pulls up, and when the fire department gets there, they walk up, and finally they right, try, try to render some run. aid to him. The family is obviously furious about this, and uh, they filed a lawsuit for wrongful death. But this is the really crazy thing. The only reason I saw the story is that a Colorado sheriff's office has now drawn outrage after it awarded that deputy a purple heart oh, for injuries oh sustained God. during that shooting. So that shooting happened months ago, sometime in 2022. Uh, and I just somehow didn't, you know, so right, many sure. stories like that. We didn't see it. But now that that cop has been awarded a purple heart. Well, that's, well now what? Well, so the family, of course, is outraged again. And they're asking the, the department, uh, the press is asking the department, why would you do that? And now they're like, well, we don't have any comment about that. To me, it looks like you're trying to say not only was it justified, it was absolutely justified. Right, and here's an award. And we'll give him an award because there's you know, a lot of bravery involved. But, man, what happened to cops just throwing people on the ground, putting their boot on them, and putting the cuffs on right. them? Especially this guy saying, like, I might have a pocket knife. That's what he's saying. He's like, I don't know, I, I might have a pocket knife. Hold on. And if the cop doesn't want him to check to see if he's got the pocket knife, there's... I guess pull him out of the car, which is weird that we're already at this point right, now yes. anyway because you, you got in the backseat of the wrong car. I mean, it's like the people who are drunk and they come out and they get in the car and think it's an Uber and it's not. You know, right, like, it happens. Sorry, There's nothing car. to get murdered about. Right. 
Actually, if you're stealing the car and you're just lying, it's not, you're not worth getting murdered. Yep, especially if you're unarmed and you stole a car, right. not worth getting murdered no, over. The penalty for auto theft should is not, not be capital. Murder, yeah. Right? So yeah. then, to me, like, that's it. Yep. To me, that's where the line's drawn. Like, if the penalty is actually death, then maybe. Right. Like, if the cops come upon you and you're killing someone. Right. To me, they're like, you know what? But if you're stealing a car, or, then no. No. You, oh, so he tried to grab your gun? No, no, no. No, no, no. He just seemed awfully nervous. Yeah. You know? And then I threw him to the ground, and he seemed nervous against, you know, which is right. resisting or whatever. And by the way, the cop in the full audio, when the cop gets, gets there, he says, you know, why are you nervous? He's like, I, you know, I have anxiety. Cops just make me nervous, you know. He goes, well, why would cops make you nervous? Yeah, I wonder He's why. like, I have some extremities. And then he says, um, well, what do you mean? What, 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 how, what would a cop do? And he's like, we well, you know, just things like stop resisting, stop resisting. And, then, and he, <laughs> he pantomimes like beating someone up. And he goes, you know, when you're not even resisting. And then a few seconds well, later, it happens. He shot of outside of his vehicle. Of course. The Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. All right, we're gonna do him scroll some more. Yes, we are. I can't wait. You, hey, you've had your car stolen a couple times, or at least once. Once. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you saw the story. It was in Houston, Texas. The, this guy uh, travels a lot for work. He parks his car, his his truck. It's a blue F three fifty. Parks his truck at this uh, you know long term parking uh, lot. Uh, says he uses a lot. Says he uses this parking garage so often that he like recognizes employees and they know. Okay. Him. So travels to work. He comes back. His car is stolen. So he was a little surprised because he thought that the people who worked there, you know, would know that it wasn't him that was driving away. But get this. This is how it worked. Apparently, someone came up to the people at the parking garage and said, "Hey, I don't have a parking ticket. I, you know, I lost my parking ticket for the garage. Uh, I don't have my keys on me either, and now I'm locked out of my car." So they call a locksmith. Mm-hmm. The locksmith shows up, spends three hours making a key for this car, gives these people the key to the car, the thieves, and the thieves drive away without, I guess, the parking ticket. I don't know. Didn't say in the article whether or not they had to pay. Like, you know, if you forget they your do. parking ticket, they're yeah. like, you got to pay $100. Maybe they made him yep. do that. Or maybe they felt bad for him. Like, oh, sorry, you've had a rough day. I know right. you did that locksmith. But I assume they probably paid that maximum thing. The guy gets back, finds out his car is stolen. I can't believe that any of this has happened. And in the article I read, they interviewed uh, or called a, a locksmith, like a local locksmith, who said um, he's heard of things like this. And if a locksmith does that, they can be held reliable. I've had to have a locksmith come and make a key for my car. Did they ask you for any type they of They asked me for the registration once they got in there. Okay. But for my license and registration, just like a cop. Like, hey, I just got to see. Right. That it's and it car. wasn't a big deal. He just said, hey, man, before, you know, I got to see before I get out of here. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I think they wrote it down on a little... You know, like a tow truck ledger, I guess. Yeah, you know, just my receipt. name and there like, boom, that was it. And we checked and that's it. Yeah. The fact that this guy went through, the parking garage people uh, allowed it to happen clearly because it would seem because they didn't have the ticket or anything and knew that this locksmith was there. Then the locksmith allows it to happen. Then the local media down in Houston, they tell, or no, it was the owner of the truck. He goes to the parking garage and says, hey, I need to see security footage of you know what happened that day and they said ah you'd need a court order to see that and it's like well that's interesting now you need to sit there and allow somebody to basically rekey it and steal it for three hours and nobody say anything or do anything to stop it it's beyond me so there were a lot of things that gave them the opportunity to say hey wait a minute they gave some. Yeah, I don't hate these people for it. The locksmith, yeah, or, or the, the parking garage. Neither of them. I, I, I don't think the guy comes in. He's like, "Hey, that's my car. I lost my keys. I was in an airplane, right? I lost them somewhere in Des Moines. I'm in Houston. I don't have any way to get my goddamn car. I don't have the ticket. I lost my whole wallet, everything. 
And they're like, all right, so call, he calls the locksmith. The locksmith makes him a key. He says, yeah. maybe even says, like, hey, you got, like, I don't have anything. Yeah. I lost my entire thing. All right, man. Whatever. Like, who would be as ballsy to do that? And then you're leaving, and they're like, and you're like, I don't have my ticket. And if you, they don't ask you. Right. So he just pays 120 bucks or whatever it is for the fees. He's driving out. What's the, I don't understand. To me, this is a good example of acts confident. If you act confident right, exactly. and like you're supposed to be somewhere, like, okay. supposed to be doing something, people will believe you. Yeah. I always kind of wonder, like, what prevents someone from just saying, hey, I, I, I need a new key for my car because I lost it. But you're saying no. that they, they the did The guy ask did you. ask me that. Yeah. Well, they tell you some tips, Laszlo. Um, lock and roll up all your windows. Okay, mm-hmm. that seems obvious. No valuables in plain sight. You're supposed to put them in the trunk. Um, and don't leave your parking ticket in your vehicle. You're supposed to take it with you. I definitely don't do that. The parking ticket stays under my visor. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm definitely losing that yeah. and paying the maximum fee. All right, we're going to talk about Woody Harrelson and other stuff before we finish Jim's sure. here in a minute. It's, a church of it's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, doom scroll, kid. Well, Laszlo, bad news. Um... Your favorite comic strip in the newspaper is possibly going away. Dilbert. Oh, man. Remember Dilbert? No. Did Dilbert hate Mondays? I know the name for sure, but... Or, no, Garfield hated Garfield Mondays. Mondays. What did Dil- Dilbert... Dilbert had... Some, I know he's an office guy. Office guy, and I feel like the creator was kind of like conservative or alt-right lately. Well, that's right. kind of... That's why this is in it's the news. racist, right? That's why this is in the news. He said some stuff. Yeah, he said some stuff. On YouTube and a little uh, blog. Yep. And uh, a lot of newspapers, I mean, they showed the list of publications that said they will be dropping him. Looked to me like a lot of them. I don't know where you still see. We talked about this a couple months ago. I don't know where you see comic strips anymore. If you told me Dilbert hadn't been printed in 10 years, I'd believe you. I don't know. Me too. Right. I, 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 I don't know. But apparently someone was still printing them or posting them and a lot of these places are no longer going to because of what he said you know nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people according to this poll not according to me according to this poll uh, that's a hate group that's a hate group adams referencing a recent poll during his youtube show wednesday and taking aim at black americans who disagreed with the statement it's okay to be white a hate slogan used by white supremacists according to the anti defamation league the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. His oh, rant igniting wow. furor on social Jesus. media. The once popular comic now dropped by a growing number of publications. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, did he see that one coming? I don't know that much. I, re- I know that his name has come up before. or that We've talked about the creator of Dilbert <clears throat> for being controversial. Right. I don't know how long ago it's been, but it was long enough. What I just heard there sounds to me like you gotta know. That I don't know how you say that and not know there's gonna be right. some fallout. He must have known, and maybe he's just like, I don't care. I right. I have no idea how wealthy this guy is. Probably pretty wealthy. Man, I don't it remember was a what Dilbert's TV thing show, was. wasn't it? Oh, I think they did turn it into a series for a while. Yeah. What the hell is Dilbert's thing? He has like a mug, right? Or maybe I'm just thinking about people just, who actually have mugs. Which I thought Dilbert had a saying, humor, too. Wasn't it? I know, but I thought he had a, like, I hate Mondays kind of thing, too. Well, but, I thought I know of. Okay. I'm, I guess I'm just thinking of uh, Garfield. So, uh, Woody Harrelson was on SNL, mm-hmm. right? We'll get to that here in just a second. But this is all in line with, you know, COVID and uh, conspiracies. Remember when COVID first hit? 
there was all this talk about it coming from a pangolin and a bat yeah. oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a market, and people said, "Don't say that. That's uh, you know inaccurate and possibly even racist." And you don't know anything about it just because that happened with the different virus in the past. And then there were people saying it came from a lab. It's a weapon. It was meant to be released. Oh well, no, but it came from a lab, but it wasn't meant to be released. Well, now a new finding. They have said that they do think that COVID came from a lab. I don't right. think that they're saying it was purposely released, but that it was from a We're lab. We're now nearly three years on from the start of the pandemic, and there are still more questions than answers when it comes to the origins of COVID-19. But this new report uh, suggests that it actually did come from a lab in Wuhan, China, that so-called lab leak theory. The sources said that according to this classified report, the Department of Energy has now concluded with low confidence where coronavirus originated. Low com- We've concluded with low confidence. Those are right. weird things to say together. We're done, and we don't know. Uh, the U.S. Energy Department has reportedly concluded with low confidence that coronavirus leaked from a lab reigniting debate over the origins of the pandemic. And I saw headlines that said that uh, U.S. government agencies and officials are divided over this new report and this lab leak theory still. So there you go. I don't know. Um, I don't even remember. I, you know what? It has been long enough now. It used to seem just like yesterday, but when COVID hit, I don't remember even what the – was it a conspiracy to say that it came from – a a wet market? Was it a conspiracy to say it came from a lab? Was it a conspiracy? No, it was a conspiracy to say it was from a lab. Okay. It was crazy to me to say that that was a conspiracy. Like the one lab that like studied the coronavirus, like was right. once, in Wuhan. Yeah, once that information. And so people speculated that and it was like, you're racist. That's crazy. It's like, it doesn't seem like well, they did. They but then they, said... they silenced a doctor. Like, that's real, right? Like, we know that news story the, is real. The doctor came out and like, yeah, right? Yeah, because he's the yeah. one who initially was like, Yo, sequenced we got it problems, right? And that's how the lab supposedly in the United States, it was only up online for a little while. But in that article that I read a long time ago, they were saying that those um, scientists in the United States got that sequencing or whatever he shared. He knew that this could help. We need to get this out to scientists. Right. And that that's when, I think it was Johnson & Johnson, immediately started working on a vaccine for a virus they hadn't even seen yet. You know, they didn't really know anything oh, about other than, the, boom. Uh, key was out. Once, yeah. yeah, he had posted that, and, and Which the like Chinese a, like brought it back down. To, and, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Saw, I remember he posted that online. and like wasn't supposed to, and, but once yep. you got the genetic code out there, then everyone started working on the exactly. vaccine. Right exactly. Away. So well, they were we working like on idiots, it. I'm sure. But. We were work, working on or they were working on it. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I was sitting here. <laughs> but they were working on it before, as I recall, before anyone in America had even gotten Sick with COVID. But yeah, it's hard to remember. I know, though, that th- someone said it was racist to say that it came from a wet market. I remember hearing people say that, oh, anytime there's a, a virus mm. that comes, you know, uh, out of China, people just say, oh, well, they must be eating bats or they must be eating pangolins or whatever. And that that's but they racist. Are. Right. I was like, I don't know. I mean, what at least you they said showed the us that market one. with bats and pangolins. Yeah. Right. So. And, and I thought that one of these previous viruses, that's what you said it came from. So I don't understand. But, yeah, then I, look, I could also see if you're saying that it was a conspiracy to say that it was weaponized, you know, that it was made in a lab. Right. And it was done to try and hurt our economy or whatever. Yeah, I get it. Look, no one knows where it came from in the beginning anyway. So it's all. But just just say, like, that, what if it came from that lab question. where they're studying it? That, that might be. Is that? I don't know. Which Even if you on. said it's a pangolin and we think the Chinese did this to destroy our economy. Would that be racist? I don't know about racist, but just, right. that's I mean, a but conspiracy that's theory. Right. Right. Oh, right. you're a conspiracy theorist. It's like, okay. I don't know. I'm just, 
There seems to be a lot of racist talk about it. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not even sure, like, would it be racist if we thought the Russians did it? Right. I don't know that that would be racist. No. Maybe jingoistic, maybe, or I don't know, but I, I don't think we'd be. But then again, I don't know. Maybe people are like, you know, we're just going to hate all Chinese people now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it becomes racist, where Chinese people are walking down the street and white dudes are hitting them for no reason. Yeah. So there are certainly racist people that took that right. and applied it to their beliefs. Exactly. But in and of itself, I not don't think racist. it's racist. No. In and of itself, the only thing I really remember was that talking about the wet markets, you know, this idea. And I was like, but it, but isn't it true? Right. I don't understand. I'm not saying even that it's, by the way, even if it is common cuisine over there, who cares? How is that racist? I don't care. Is eating pangolin? Yeah, I, I don't know what a pangolin is. You know what I mean? I don't think that that's necessarily racist but uh, then it was just this idea like oh well you know you just think that everybody over there is you know eating penguins from a wet market i'm like i don't know but even if they are is that racist the thing is once they said because i don't remember how long it took but it wasn't that long until they they were like yeah so this lab where they research uh viruses which obviously it's not like there's only one in all of china Mm -hmm. but there's one right here where like the first people got sick and we know that they were studying Viruses like the right. flu, it was like things a like super that. Super lab that specifically right. studied that. Exactly, right? and it's a the the big one is in Wuhan. And you're like, oh well, look, it's I know Wuhan now. Wuhan's a household yeah, name, well, but it I wasn't think, then. Well, I'm with you. I still don't think it's racist, but I think some of the conspiracy theory goes to the doctor being silenced, sure. China saying, you know, that not here, right, not us, and maybe we would do the same thing, or any country would do the same thing. But I, you'd like to believe that we'd be like, yo, yeah. This thing escaped from a lab Our in fault. Arlington. We need to control it, yeah. right? Like, you'd be more worried about... But maybe China was like, man, we can't... You know, it's not a conspiracy. This thing got out, and we tell everybody that we did it. Yeah. You know, there's going to be hell to pay, and maybe they didn't want to pay that hell, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Woody Harrelson was on SNL, or hosted SNL, and during his monologue, made a joke that you know got people talking because they're saying, oh, Woody Harrelson went full anti-vax. So the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes, and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? Being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. I do that voluntarily all day long. I didn't really understand. Obviously, the audience, too, is kind of like, ah, right. not exactly sure. But, yeah, it sounds like he's, you know, I think we can draw the conclusion. Yeah. Maybe he's one of these people who's like, yeah, the pharmaceutical companies are... You know, in cahoots with the government, they own the government, and they are the reason that we had, uh, you know, vaccine mandates, and that we all had to take these vaccines because they wanted to get rich. Well, um, okay, you know, I don't know. Just I, I with like most conspiracy theories, you look at it. Well, I say most used to be most that you could go. Okay, I see where you're getting this. Like you said earlier, Lazo, it's a unanswered question, or right. it's just. We like to think that someone is pulling all the strings and they're in control at all times. You know, someone yeah, because has got as human beings, out. we don't like things to be left up to random. Right, no If chaos. we leave things up to random chance, then it really gives life no meaning. Yep. Like, because then we go with the, oh, you know, you could be a good person and hit by a bus. Well, that, well then why, why, am I doing, why am I doing all this stuff I don't want to do? Right. Right? You need, there needs to be some sort of, you know, set in stone ledger Right, that these are the why. This is the why, and this is the how. And when 
we start getting, you know, one and what we say when we looked at that was ridiculous. Kids getting autism yeah, I don't or remember. being diagnosed with it. It's like an, the, the number was outlandish. Mm-hmm. When that starts happening, you're like, why? Why, why, why? And you, you have to come up with something. Yep. So what is one thing that all kids get? Vaccinated. Well, it must be that, right? Yep. So, I mean, that's, it seems pretty simple. And then you get Jenny McCarthy to say it on TV. People want to blame something that happens to their children, right? They want to know. They want right. answers. They want answers. They want to know why did this happen to us, not just random chance. Yep. And when it's beyond our, our realm of understanding, then it's religion, right? Right. It's religion. I mean, it's got to be. Yeah, and then as we start to understand those things a little bit more, then we're kind of, okay, well, that's not what religion meant about that. We're moving that well, out right. a little bit I mean, further. we did we'll this all the way. I mean, the Greeks had a god of sunshine right. and a god of love right. and a god of, I don't know, you know, everything. pavement, everything, <laughs> right. right? There was a god for everything. We kind of figured it all out. We were like, oh, man, there really isn't a no, god I, of sun. That's how it works. But the one last thing that we can't figure out is all of it. what happens when we die. Yeah. So we're like, well, we still need a god of after we die. Yeah. Because if that's just left a random chance, then this is horrible, right? <laughs> right. So we need it. Uh, the uh, the train crash in East Palestine, Ohio. I uh, talked to you guys about this, I think, but the the fact that it was in East Palestine, Ohio, was one of the more interesting things to me about this whole story. I, like, what is there a regular? Is there a pal- is there a new Palestine? Is there a West Palestine? I don't know. It looks like they're just in East Palestine. It's an odd name for a town in Ohio. Not a lot of people live there, but obviously we all know it now because this train crashed. So now they're trying to get rid of all this a toxic waste, this this junk. And Texas has said <laughs> we've taken all that we're going to take. I guess Texas was taking a bunch of it and like we're done. We don't want to take anymore. And so they found a couple other places to take this uh, cleanup, this waste from this cleanup. And one of them is another town. In Ohio, called East Liverpool. Have you heard of hmm. East Liverpool, Ohio? Mm-mm. What's with all the East? This morning, shipments of contaminated waste resuming as cleanup crews ramp up plans to offload tons of water and soil from that toxic train derailment site in East Palestine, Ohio. Some of the 1.8 million gallons of liquid waste will go to northern Ohio, while loads of solid waste are headed about 20 miles south of the crash site. The announcement comes after officials in Michigan refused to accept shipments of contaminants. And Texas said it wouldn't take any more. Environmental advocate We're Aaron Rodgers telling me this community will need testing for the foreseeable future. This begins a huge water issue. We've seen it play itself out over and over and over again. That's Aaron Brockovich. Mm. She's on the mm. scene and she's like, you know, this is That's a weird thing. They're like, you know, Michigan refuses to take it. I'm like, I know. If, I don't know how it works. I don't know, really. But if yeah. I was the governor of Michigan, they're like, hey, you got to take some of this toxic waste that's spilled in Ohio. I'd be like, no. That's not popular no. for me. Send that to Illinois or Indiana. Right. I ain't doing it. Like, right. right? Like, not a chance. I know. It's so weird. I was like, well, I wonder how much these places in I'd Texas like, get Ohio, paid. Right. How do you sell you got to look left voters. and right to your red state brothers because there's a <laughs> yeah. blue state higher than you. We ain't taking it. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. No way. And in Texas, did people find out that they've been taking a bunch of it? And finally, everyone's like, that's all. Look, though, we right. got good money for this. And I promise you, it's a content- it just seems like a lose lose for everyone. Like, we don't want this. And even if we get the money for it, it's going to look real bad to the voters. Yeah, so, I'm not taking that. Yeah. You guys go ahead. Take it from East Palestine and put it over in New Palestine or East Liverpool or whatever. Yeah, but not you're not bringing it to our state. The Church of Laszlo.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.